He was called Jesus, the name given by the angel. Please be seated. You may be wondering what's going on. Normally we have a second Sunday of Christmas, and here we have something called the Feast of the Holy Name. What is this? The feast celebrates the moment when Jesus' parents brought him to the temple, had him circumcised, and named him according to the angel's command. The Feast of the Holy Name always falls on January 1st, but we often miss it because January 1st rarely falls on a Sunday. When the feast falls on a Sunday, it takes precedence over every other observance, including Christmas. So today I would like to reflect on the importance of naming in the Bible, the meaning of Jesus' name, and the names we give ourselves and one another, and how that may or may not align with God's purposes. In biblical tradition, naming has been important when God created Adam, in Hebrew, Adam, means the earth, and Eve, Ha-Adam, out of the earth. God made it clear through a name that we come from dust, to dust we shall return. And then having created humankind in his image, God invites humans to name the whole creation. We are cooperators with God in the naming of the things around us. In today's lesson from Numbers, chapter 6, 22 through 27, which we did not hear today, God tells Moses, Aaron, and the other priests to put the name, his name, on the people. Listen, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, so they shall put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Do you see how God is putting God's very own name on the people of Israel, and that then defines them, who they are, what they do, where they go. Then as we move into Christian scriptures, the importance of naming continues, but now we focus on Jesus. In the gospel lesson from Luke, we learn that Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple on the eighth day as his custom to be circumcised and named. What's remarkable about this one is, normally it's named after the Father, but because of the angel's proclamation, they give him the name Jesus. That was just like his cousin John, who also got a name from God. Their earthly parents just simply followed the angel's instruction. The name Jesus comes from the Latin form of the Greek name Jesus, which comes from the Hebrew name Yeshua. So you'll hear both of those in the Greek, the Latin form, Jesus, in the Hebrew form, Yeshua, and that just means Joshua. What does Joshua mean in Hebrew? It means the Lord saves. The saving purpose of Jesus' life is in his very name, and it's made clear in Matthew, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Do you see how names so clearly reveal what someone is intended to be or do? And then in Philippians, Paul goes on to reflect on this name of Jesus, which is unlike any other name. Listen, the, he, we'll give him the name that is above every name. And what it is, is Jesus take, goes from glory, empties himself, emptying himself of all divine prerogative, takes up human form, and then redeems that human form by ascending back to God. And we call that the descent and then the ascent. And in that process, Jesus is taking all of creation, all that is wounded, all that is sinful, and giving it back to God for healing. 
And so that name Jesus is a name of both glory, comes from God, and humility. He empties himself of all divine prerogative. So as Christians, we carry the name of Jesus. And I'm not sure we really think about this very often, what that means. In the time when Jesus lived, the term Christian obviously was not used. Followers of Jesus were Jews or followers of the way. The term Christian didn't become widespread until the second century of the Common Era. And the martyrs of the early church sealed their fate when they were brought before the rulers and accused of wrongdoing. If they stated publicly, I am a Christian and refused to recant, then they were killed. So the name Christian carried a great weight and could lead to death in the time of the martyrs. But many, most of them insisted on holding fast to the name of Christ. Few of us face that kind of choice today. In fact, some of us are a little reluctant to take on the name of Christian, not because we'll be persecuted, but because we see other Christians behaving in ways that do not appear Christ-like to us, and so now that name has become complicated. And we're not, that's a whole other subject. But we're reluctant, we're careful about taking on that name of Christian because of the way it's being defined around us, often in ways that don't seem Christ-like. So what does it mean to carry the name of Jesus? In our very baptism, we are united with Christ and sealed in his name. Liturgically, ritually, we are sealed in the name of Christ. What then does that mean for how we live? To carry the name of Jesus is to affirm that he is the Messiah, the Son of God. To carry the name of Jesus is to affirm that love is the way, not violence. To carry the name of Jesus is to protect the poor, to heal the sick, feed the hungry, visit the prisoner, and bind up the brokenhearted. To carry the name of Jesus is to affirm that God made us for life, not death. And I don't just mean physical life and death. I mean spiritual life and death. And so when we are alive in Christ, we are revealing the truth of Christ's name. And when we carry that name effectively, we don't have to shout it at every corner. The name of Jesus is revealed in who we are, what we do, by our actions. St. Francis is reported to have said, preach Jesus, and if necessary, use words. Often, the best way to preach Jesus is through our lives. So up to this point, we've looked at naming in the Bible, the meaning of Jesus' name, and the power of carrying Jesus' name as Christians— and now I would like to talk a little bit about the names we give ourselves and others and whether it reveals that divine sacred trust of naming creation. Just as names bring blessing, they can also bring harm. Think of all the names we use to limit and disempower one another these days. Libs, alt-right, terrorist, racist. I don't know if you know the term Karen, and if you don't, talk to a 20-something. Sometimes names are accurate and we need to use them to describe a person or a situation, but often in an, in an effort to control our environment or to reaffirm our prejudice, we put names on others that are unkind, incomplete, maybe even dangerous. This is not what God had in mind when he invited us to join him in the process of naming creation. I wonder what our world would look like if we used names that blessed instead of cursed. What if we referred to our neighbor as friend 
rather than stranger? What if we referred to our political nemesis as child of God rather than enemy? What if we referred to people of other faiths as siblings rather than unbelievers? This is not a matter of being politically correct. This is a matter of using names to bless instead of curse, to open up the possibility for relationship rather than shutting it down. There's a wonderful children's book titled The Name Jar. A Korean child is new to an American school, and it comes time to introduce herself on that first day. She's very worried that others will make fun of her because of her Korean name, and so she tells them that she will share her name in a week. Her fellow students are curious about this no-name girl, and they start putting names in a jar for her to choose from. And all week long, she tries on names like Susie, Laura, Amanda, but none of them feel right. One day, a classmate visits her home, learns about her culture and traditions, and encourages her to use her real name. And when the week is over, the girl chooses her name, Yunhei, and helps everybody pronounce it. This name means grace. It's a good name. It's her name. There's power in the names we are given and in the names we choose for ourselves. As you begin the new year, pay attention to how you are naming. Choose names that evoke blessing, not harm. Our capacity to name comes from God. And since God created the world and called it good, we should do the same in Christ's name. Amen.